if you want to. What's she doing? She's going to stand there and listen the whole time? That's what she said, yeah. You should. Have to use a laugh track. <laughs> can she only hear one part of the conversation, though? <laughs> she can only hear me. <laughs> I don't have any speakers or anything. It's not going to be a very good conversation. <laughs> love you, too. I love you, too. I know, Mike, but you knew that. Yeah. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads. I'm Mike Laidman. And I'm Chris Blonsky. And we're two dads who also happen to be nerds. We certainly aren't experts, but we are open to sharing our experiences with other nerdy dads out there in the interest of keeping our kids alive. How are you doing, sir? Good, Mike. You really changed the cadence of the uh, the intro up there. Yeah, I misread a word, and I just <laughs> needed to bring myself back to speed. Well, so. you know, I mean, I can forgive you. It's only episode, what, 50? Episode 50? Oh, it's episode 50! I know. No, we have nothing special planned. No, we, we don't. <laughs> I guess we're just waiting until episode 52. Well, no. True ep- anniversary. Ep- but well, no, no, not even episode 52. Episode 53. Oh, 53. Because okay. 53 is technically the year. Because, I mean, like, think about it. 52 weeks is a year, correct? That is true. But do you celebrate your birthday the week before your your actual date? No. Well, sometimes. You, you, you know, well, birth- yeah, but... Birthday week, right? I, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. If you want to put it that way. And, but and I mean, my, bir- my birthday week's the same as Canada Day and Independence Day, so... Oftentimes, I celebrate it in the end of June, Mike. Oh, okay. You've got to be more sensitive to people like me. Well, no. Well, I'm not going to. We're going to celebrate <laughs> at episode 53. <laughs> All right, then. It has All been right? spoken. It has been spoken. So, for 50, you get just kind of a regular episode. But for 53, we got something special planned. I would say we should say what it is, but I think it'd be more fun to just shut up and let everyone to figure out what that is themselves. Or mm-hmm. be surprised when it actually happens in three weeks. Yeah, and uh, is that also a surprise to us as well? <laughs> we we talked about it. it was I, know, one of I the, know we've talked about it. I know, I know. I think what it will turn out to be will be a surprise to us. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, probably. <laughs> so, so we'll see. But yes, uh, so episode 53, we will be doing something special to celebrate doing one year of this show. Instead of doing something special to celebrate 50 episodes of the show, we felt... Given the choice that one was more important than yeah. the other. So. And then we can settle back into that standard, you know, 50, 25, 100 celebration. Or something, yeah. Yeah, something or something. We'll, we'll, we'll settle into the groove. We'll figure that Maybe out. Maybe the 106th episode or something we'll really celebrate again. Yeah, why not, right? Why not? <laughs> it only makes sense. Of course, of course. But anyway, uh, some other housekeeping that I wanted to, to bring up very quickly, very quickly. Because I'm going to be talking about this for a while. Okay. So I just wanted to touch on this right now. Both Chris and I, our our kids were born at the same hospital, McMaster Children's Hospital. And we had talked in the past about doing something, some sort of a fundraiser to give back to the kids' hospital. Because, I mean, it really helped us out. I know it helped me out. I mean, I had a NICU baby who was there for a few extra weeks. So... What we wanted to do is we wanted to raise some money for Mac Kids, and we're going to do that by doing Extra Life this year. Because what better way to raise money for children's hospitals than us sitting on our butts and playing video games for an entire day? I can't think of a better way. I can't think of a better way. And, and I've wanted to do Extra Life for a few years now, and not only do I have a reason 
Because, I mean, before my reason was like, I just want to play video games, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. Might as well do something good while I'm doing it. But now I actually have like, no, I actually want to do something good for this hospital that did something good for me. And I actually have a platform where I can say to people, hey, here's where our, our extra life stream is. And, and you know, please come out and support us and, and all that fun stuff. And, and you know, we got a goal and stuff like that. But, you know, we're, this is not going to be the you're not going to get because because extra life day is November 2nd. You're not going to get hammered with extra life advertising from us until November 2nd. Yeah, that's right. That'll we'll, ramp we'll bring up. it up a lot later on down yeah. the road. That'll ramp up as we get closer. But just in case, I want to bring this up now because there's something else that we're doing special for this. We actually have a page already set up. It's... um. It's extra life. Uh, I'm going to edit this in later. Okay. All right. Because I forget what the URL is. www.extra-life.org slash participant slash part-time full-time. There you go. Totally seamless. And we'll also post that that address on our Facebook and Twitter and all that stuff, too. That's right. And something else that we're actually going to do is we've actually, because no one demanded it, put together a shirt. A a part-time NADS. Part, part-time wow. NADS. Part-time God. NADS. Part, <laughs> that's how we're selling them, baby. Yeah, yeah. We're going to sell them with the part-time NADS. No, it, part-time NADS. Oh, wow. I can't even get the name of the show right. Part-time nerds, full-time dads, T-shirts. Now, they're just, they're just, they're just our logo. And you can get them in any fun color you want. And for for the purposes of what we're talking about right now, any shirt sales between now and Extra Life's ending, all of the money from that is going to go towards Extra Life as well. Instead of any money, like, no money is going to go into our pockets. It's all going straight into the Extra Life fund for Mac kids. So, I mean... Obviously, the shirt company that's going to be printing the shirts is going to take their cut, but we're not taking our cut. That cut is going to go to the kids as well. And if, you know, you want to support the show as well, then, hey, that's a fun way to do it as well as support the kids. And, you know, if you want to give us a little free advertising on your chest, that's good for us. Too. Absolutely. <laughs> it's very tasteful. It's a very tasteful advertising. Yes. So we're going to have that link also available for you guys, too. You can, you can just Google it yourself if you want to go to the website tpublic.com that's where our shirt is available for sale but we're going to have a more direct link ready for you guys at some point along the same lines as the link of the one we just mentioned a second ago yeah we're not going to make it too challenging for you to find all this stuff we will provide all the addresses and all the links and everything in one nice concise collected area exactly and it's also at the same time we're going to be pumping that stuff out I meant to say pimping, but pumping works too. While we get closer, it'll be on our socials, it'll be on our Twitter, it'll be on our Facebook, where we'll just post about it whenever we can, just because, you know, like, we want to help the kids, and, you know, I, I want an excuse to play video games. The logistics of us playing video games for 24 hours, that's going to be something that is going to need to be between now and November yeah, 2nd. That's right. If you guys could all write into the show and beg our wives <laughs> <laughs> to let this happen, that would go a very long way. Well, they, they've already agreed to it. They just don't really know. Yeah, they don't know what's exactly entailed. And this is going to be a delightful surprise for them. 
Yes. So we're going to have to figure that out, whether it's we're going to be in the same room for all of it, some of it, part of it, none of it. We'll figure that yeah, out. Yeah. We'll, we'll figure out some way to make it happen. Yeah, it'll happen. It's just whether it's just, you know, we take turns streaming from our respective homes with doing parts of, of the time. Who knows? Yeah. But, well, we, we will do it. We'll find, will out, find out more closer to uh, November 2nd. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's a little so, teaser. It's a teaser. We're giving you a little taste of what's coming. Yes. So on that note, I thought it'd be uh, fun to move on to some of the other segments that we like to do on the show. Like, for example, Corrections Corner. Uh, or cul-de-sac. That's the one. Cul-de-sac. I, I'm the uh, one that I, came up with that They're pretty much interchangeable one. for me as well. Whatever. Right? Corrections yeah. Cul-de-sac I like better. It's funnier yeah. sounding. But for this Corrections Cul-de-sac, I'm going to bring up something that I noticed the second we finished the episode last week. Um, so I talked about Streets of Rage 4 at the end of the last episode. Yes. And I said that the developer of that game was Any Creates, and they had just recently done a game called Bloodstained Circle of the Moon. No. Wrong entirely. Not about the fact that Any Creates has done the Bloodstained game, but that Any Creates had anything to do with Streets of Rage 4. (laughs) (laughs) Whoops. Yes. So the company that's actually making Streets of Rage 4 is called Lizard Cube, and they actually were responsible for a game called Wonder Boy... It's it's a re-release of a of an older game. It's it's done in a really good art style. I see it all the time at my local bookmobile, and I keep meaning to pick it up and play it, but I I, I haven't because I have a pile of games at home that I still have to play. So I don't really have time to be taking games from the library. But hey, here's a fun, helpful bit of advice and tips for you out there. I've told you about how the library can be a great place to get movies. You can get video games too for all consoles. For all consoles. Nice. I was, I, I'm was surprised, actually, what they have. My bookmobile that brings the book straight to me, they have PS4, they have Xbox One, they have Xbox 360, they have PS3, and Wii games. Wow. They have Wii they, games. They got the whole gambit there. <laughs> yeah, like, it doesn't go it doesn't go the whole way back to, like, NES or whatever, wow. but they have ba- as far back as the Wii. So I thought that was very interesting. But And they have, it's interesting, I'm very surprised, because they have a lot of games that are, like, digital games first and physical games second you know like you know how there's a lot of those games that are like limited where it's oh this game came out digitally but we're going to release like five thousand copies of oh yes okay yeah like the perfect example that wonder boy game i was talking about that game is more available as a digital download than it is as a physical copy well my library's got a copy and my library also has a physical copy of Ukulele, and my library has a physical copy of Rhyme. These are all games that either I assumed didn't have physical copies, or I thought they were you could only get them as part of a Kickstarter. You know, so they must have like the hookup or something in that indie world, I guess. <laughs> the, the guy who's in charge of curation for the library is—he's got to be a fan. He's got to yeah, be like, he's not. I got to get Madden and I got to get Call of Duty. No, he's like getting yeah. like the hard to find. Yeah, give me these little titles. niche games. That's what's going to be the most popular. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's why I see that stuff there every week. And that's why I think <laughs> every week about grabbing that stuff. But anyway, so that's that's my little corrections call to sack for, for this episode. And also, we actually have an email. So I, let's just jump from Man, we're just, one we're section. We're just powering through this episode. There's so far, a lot. There's a lot to talk about this episode. There, there really is. We we usually send each other messages before the show starts, like in the morning. And yeah, my God, it was monstrous. The yes. list of topics is huge. 
like, but the thing is, at the same time, it's not like we really have like three topics. Yeah. But there's just so much contained in those topics that it's like, and then on top of that, we have corrections and, and the yeah, plugging that, that I just did. And we have emails. Yeah. So but it's, hey, a, it's a speed round episode. That's okay. It is. We're just going to lightning round through this. Hey, dads. Here's our email. Hey, dads. I've been listening from episode one to 43 in the last few months or so. I have a 45 minute commute to work. And lo and behold, your episode is about 45 to 50 minutes. Perfect. It was meant to be. Well, I'm currently not a father. I'm somewhat newly wed and love to hear your stories of becoming new dads. I am, however, a full time nerd and I can lift off list off a bunch of stuff. But let's not get crazy. I came here with a purpose. You see, China only lets a certain amount of U.S. movies into their country. And I think the last time I read this article, it said something along the lines of only 34 movies a year are allowed. Here's the article. So, And, and he posts a link to a variety article about what he was just talking about, you see. I don't know why I pointed that out, because, you know, <laughs> yeah, you can't click job, on the Mike. article. Good job. It's, it's a variety article called China Film Quota, Hollywood Trump Trade War. See, there you go. Now you know that's the important info. Google all of that. You'll find the article. So any movie that isn't pro China, China is the bestest, isn't usually picked. China being one of the largest markets in the world, a film such as Independence Day 2, which is what we were talking about a couple episodes ago, that even the makers will probably know will still flop, will financially be amazing based on the sheer number of people watching in China. I figured I had to share since you seemed interested and I felt that I held some useful knowledge Thank you for being two awesome guys. Chris, we need to build my computer. No more excuses. Come to the dark side. Sincerely, Sydney, Peter, Patrick, Prado. There, so there you go. Thank you so much. You have so many names there. I don't know which one to pick. Sydney, Pity. Well, just go with all of them. Sydney, Peter, Patrick, Yeah, Prado. and you're doxing them directly on our <laughs> podcast there too, Mike? <laughs> Giving his super full name? Well, I don't know. I don't want to, you know, some people are like Mary Jane, and I just go by Mary. I don't Okay. All right. He put his full name in there. I didn't give his address. What do you want from me? (laughs) (laughs) But but I agree with him. You do need a better computer, Mike, and you need to become a PC gamer. You know what? We we talked about Laura and I were talking about this because Laura started to use the computer a lot more now that she has some more free time because William's a lot easier. Right. So she has actually we had a discussion that rather than buy each other Christmas presents this year, we splurge the money on a better computer. Yeah, I I am supporting of that. Yeah, so that's probably what's going to end up happening. Yeah, and now and we can start like streaming our video games on the regular and become super famous. It'll be great. Yeah, because I have all the time in the world to do that. <laughs> it's it's going to take like three months to figure out just one day. Of just streaming. how to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what have we done? But no, he's definitely right. Like I... I Recently, before I got into the job that I got into now, I worked in the, the movie industry. I worked in advertising. And you, you would not believe how much exactly like what he's saying here. Everything needs to be pro-China and appeal to Chinese audiences. I worked on two Transformers movies that were just full of Chinese references for absolutely no reason. I worked on a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie where the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles who live in the New York City sewer system drank Chinese milk. You know, like mm. just just weird crap yeah. like that. And it, it's interesting that they only let in 34 a year. Like what a weird number, you know? Well, that's it's so funny. Like, I don't know if you've ever seen. I think it's included on the Blu-ray as a, like a special feature. But like there's like an extended scene in Iron Man 3 
where like do you remember at the end of Iron Man 3 like this is spoilers for a year movie that's very old at this point. <laughs> it's not that it's like old what, but 2012 or something like that 2012 it's a few yeah. years old at this point Iron Man 3 there is a scene in the movie near the end where he gets the shrapnel removed from his heart and that allows him to take the chest piece out of his out of his chest and now he can live like a normal person without a giant like reactor in his chest in China that scene is extended to the point where there are like Chinese actors speaking Chinese and well Mandarin or whatever version of because there's more than one Chinese language, yep. right? So they're speaking whatever language it is, and, and it's so there's like this extra five minute scene between these like Chinese actors who do appear in the real you know the the North American version, but the movie's like five minutes longer in China to have this scene with these Chinese actors being like, oh, we you know like and Robert Downey Jr. but not Robert Downey Jr. like the voice guy, the guy who's like the Chinese voice of Robert Downey Jr. is like, well, I came to you because you in China are like the best doctors in this field, <laughs> like you know. <laughs> stuff like that <laughs> a little but, fluffing going on yeah there. yeah, all yeah right. definitely all right. but it's true i mean like we were when I, I worked and i worked on transformers movies that they knew they were they were like this is gonna make money in china we we don't really like need to put as much effort into this as, as at least that's what it felt like anyway everything right. seemed very like dumbed down and it was just like oh look optimus primes in china <laughs> you know like <laughs> But that, all right, that all right was, Mike, uh, now segue from this Chinese talk into things about our kids. Well, sometimes my child likes to do... I got nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> he um, plays with products from China. He likes to drink Chinese milk. And oh, perfect. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> and what else is he up to, Mike? Yeah, he's doing a lot of things these days. He actually spent his first night away from home with Grandma and Grandpa. Overnight. Oh, that's exciting. Yes, Laura and I went to a movie. And or not? No. What? What did I say? Movie. We went to a <laughs> I wedding. Say, what? Even I we know went where to you a went. wedding. That's not true at all. We went to a movie. We actually did make plans with my parents to watch him while we went to a movie while we were there. So that's probably where that came from. Okay. But we went to see. I'm, I was still saying like we're going to a movie. We went to see. We went to see a wedding. Is what mm-hmm. we went to see. <laughs> and uh, and it was funny because going into it, we're like, he's so good. He's so good these days. It's going to be fine. We're not going to worry. So there's nothing to, to be crazy about. So what we did was we got him packed up early and we took our outfits with us to get ready at my parents' house because it was like, if we just get ready and then bring him over, he's going to freak out and like puke on us and we're going to have to change outfits at the last minute and we won't have anything ready and one of us is going to show up in like a jacket that's got a puke stain on it or something like that. So... <laughs> We decided that we would get changed at my parents' house, and Laura was going to do her makeup at my parents' house. So we get there, and we're like, we're going to put him down for a nap, and then we're going to get ready and, and go. We put him down for his nap, and he bawled, like just went nuts. He would not go down. And, and we're like, he'll, he'll settle down. He'll settle down. He would not settle down. Like He was at the point where he should have been waking up from his nap, and he still had not gone down for his nap. Oh, damn. That's a and, really and, long time. And we're just like, oh, my God. Are you kidding? Like, and, and neither of us could get ready because 
we have to go and get him if if there's an issue. And meanwhile, my parents are like, whatever. He's just crying, <laughs> you know? But <laughs> but we're like, we have to, like, leave soon. They're like, you can leave. Go ahead. And we're like, but we don't want to leave him like this. With Like, we don't want to leave him screaming and crying while... So we weren't sure if he was teething. We weren't sure because he was grabbing at his mouth a bit, and you'd give him the 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 nubby thing for his teeth, and he'd be fine. And then two minutes later, he'd be fine. And then you'd go and you'd put him down. He'd freak out again. Like there was literally a point where we gave him a bottle. We gave him his bottle early to see if that would put him to sleep. Right. It did. It put him to sleep. We put him back in the crib, and his eyes shot open like if the freaking Dracula just was like. You know, you were trying to stab Dracula and he caught you, you know, right. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then he freaked out again and it was like, damn it. Like, we thought we finally had him yeah, asleep. He just can't win, yeah. No. So, we actually ended up having to leave. Like, we, we, he settled to a point. He was still, like, fussing a little, but he wasn't screaming like he had been. But my parents were like, you guys gotta, you know, you gotta go. So, you gotta go. Because the, uh, the wedding was, like, an hour and some, like, hour and 20 minutes away. Okay, yeah, so it wasn't close or anything like that. No. So we left and we programmed in like the directions into Google on how to get there. And it was literally like, you will you will arrive at 4.30. The wedding started at 4.30 and we're like, shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> like we're going to get there as the ceremony starts. We're going to run into the back. We're going to trip over the, uh, the bride and groom as it happens, you know, like so – so we we book it and the entire time we we actually were like oh my god I can't believe it we're like we're not going to make it we're not going to make it we got there I think our bride and groom were one step ahead of us and everyone else because we got there and every sign said the the ceremony starts at 450 Oh so I, okay so, so yeah. we thought that oh okay what they did was is they put 430 on the the invites so that the the stragglers would show up in time and still be able to get seats before the actual wedding started right, okay. at least that, that's our theory we didn't ask them so that, they, they outsmarted everybody they definitely did because yeah. we weren't the last ones there which was shocking like we got there at 431 was right. when we finally walked into the to the the outdoor area because it was an outdoor wedding but when we finally walked in, it was 431 and we're like, oh, wow, like we made it by, <laughs> yeah. And then it turns out we weren't the last ones there anyway. So it was just kind of funny how that worked oh, that's out. That's perfect. So, so Laura said afterwards, she was like, man, I, I really got over my nerves about leaving him alone with your parents because of the sheer panic that we were going to be late for the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> like, so. Just replace one anxiety with another. Yeah, that's exactly. the best way to so, handle it. Yeah. So that's the way to handle it is just to, to not think about something and, and be almost late for the wedding. And yeah. That's how you, you think about it. So the two, was, so, so two questions for you then. Yes. So the first was, how did he sleep overnight? Did he do the, the same sort of crying fit or was he seven o'clock out like a light? Apparently he went down at, at seven. He also went down a little later. Apparently after we left, my mom was reading him a story and he just conked right out. Right, okay. And they just left him. Like, they put him down on, like, a couch and just, like, <laughs> let him Why not, just, right? They just, like, sat and read a book next to him while he slept. Because <laughs> it was just like, okay, well, he's a, he'll wake up and then we can get him. Because they, they weren't going to, like, take him up to the crib because they were just going to wake him up, right? Yeah, no, exactly. So, why tempt fate? Yeah. So, that, that, he, he took a nap and then he actually went to bed at seven, which was his usual time. He ate dinner. Apparently, he made an enormous mess of his corn in the cob, which we expected. That's why we gave him corn on the cob because yeah. it's adorable. And he went down at his normal time. 
But apparently he woke up at about 1230, which he's kind of been doing on and off lately. Every so often he'll wake up at around 1230. And he did that last night. And it was funny because I gave my parents the outlet. If you remember, the outlet keeps track of his breathing and his heart rate while he sleeps. Yep. And I turned it on while we were driving home and I look at it and I see that he's wiggling. And I'm like, oh, shit, he's awake. And this is like 1230 at night as we're driving home. And I'm like looking at it and I'm like, do I tell Laura? Because if I tell Laura, she's going to be like, let's just go get him. (laughs) You know? (laughs) And so you kept it quiet, right? I kept it quiet. I kept it quiet. And then we got home and I I opened it up and I took a look and he was back asleep. So it was like beautiful. And so I told her and I'm like, hey, he went to sleep. And she's like, oh, great. I told her like the next day. I'm like, actually, I did look and I saw that he was awake at one point. But I... I thought I didn't tell you because I thought you just want to go up there. And she's like, probably a good idea. Yeah, probably a good very idea. Very smart, Mike. But and then so the so the other question, Mike, was yes. how was it like being childless for the evening? Was it was it invigorating? It was nice. It was really nice. Like, especially even the next day, we both were like, man, we can just do whatever we want. Like, we went and got him early. You know, like we went and got him before his first nap. Right. But at the same time, it was like. I can do whatever I want right now. Like, it's not like, oh, I have to go to the bathroom. I'm going to wait for a moment that's convenient for both myself and my wife because one of us needs to be watching this baby. I could just go to the bathroom. Right, right. Okay, or or like, you know, like or, or we were getting ready to go get him and it was like, oh, I, I need to go get my keys. I could just go get my keys, you know, like I didn't have to yeah. wait for, oh, wait, well, hold on. Let me just get his bag ready first, you know, like just yeah, whatever. That's, that's right? what I was going to say. When when Tiff and I have gone out in the evenings with babysitters and overnights and whatever, it's always been like, wow, there's just so much freedom. Like, yeah, you can walk as slowly as you want to the car and you don't need to worry about, oh, did you bring the backpack and the diapers and always oh, yep. is, is he happy? Is he sad? Yeah, it's it's kind of nice. It's kind of nice. Yeah. It was really doesn't nice. mean we hate our kids. No, just means it, that the break is kind of nice. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely. The one thing that I thought was really funny, though, the next day when we were going to to go get him, we're driving towards my parents' house, and as we're getting there, Laura says to me, she turns to me, and she goes, "If he's not excited to see me, my heart's gonna break." If if we get there and he's just like no toys because yeah. I mean grandma and grandpa have all these toys that he they doesn't do. have at They're home veteran right veteran grandparents at this point mm-hmm. so we get there and we're just half expecting him to be like nope I have this Winnie the Pooh thing that makes music and I love it and I don't need you and we think that that actually might have been the reason why he wouldn't go to sleep was because he had all this new things that he wanted to play with oh, okay and, and, yeah. and he wasn't he wasn't able to. But he turns around and big smile and he came crawling over. So we were both happy and relieved that he did not be like <laughs> still remembered who you were. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. He's like, I'm not done with you. I'm coming back. You know, oh, that that's kind of good. Thing. So, well, that, yeah, that's interesting that you wouldn't have a nap and stuff. But you know what? Like the same thing happened to Ben when we went on our little vacation. I think sometimes it's just a new environment, right? Like just a different place. And yeah, yeah. You know, all kinds of exciting stuff, especially if you just got there and then immediately to bed, right? I'm sure that didn't help things either. Probably not, because no. he was just getting, like, he was playing with a toy, and he was like, oh, I love this toy, and we're like, time for bed, you know? Yeah. Like, right? yeah. <laughs> all this fun shit, it's it's over now. Yeah. yeah, no fun now. Yeah, yeah. No fun for you. Oh, well, what Quite an adventure, possible. Mike. What an adventure. Yeah, it was great. We had a great time mm-hmm. at the wedding, and William seemed I- to have a great time with Grandma and Grandpa. Perfect. Now this opens the doors for so many more grandparent visits. Yeah. Well, Grandma and Grandpa are going to watch them while we go see It, Chapter 2, on opening night. Sounds nice. Like. So, 
That's win-win, Mike. Yeah, it's all planned out. It's all planned out. <laughs> how's, uh, how's things with uh, your family over there? Oh, good. Ben is doing well. He, uh, just, you know, steal your words, Mike, he's become a walking master at this mm-hmm. point. He rounds the corners, and now walking is the preferred method of travel. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm sure a couple more weeks, and he'll be more, so, you know, solid on his feet, but he's pretty good at it now. He actually stood up unassisted for the first time the other day. Oh. Yeah, so he's only done it once, so I think he he can obviously do it, but I think he just, in his mind, thinks he needs to touch something. But, mm-hmm. like, he can stand up one-handed and stuff. But, yeah, he was bent over one of his toys and just sort of grabbed it and stood up and walked away with it. And it was like, oh, damn, okay, well done, you know, good job yeah. to you. And then he's been uh, whistling lately. Really? So, yeah, I, I don't know I if- can't even whistle. <laughs> well, you get lessons from Ben. That's my attempt. <laughs> top-notch stuff there, Mike. But he, I don't know if William does this, but Ben, he, you know, gets like a sound of the day or whatever. Mm. So one day it's like the raspberry noise, yep. and the next yep. day he's just like, <laughs> you know, doing whatever. That's just what he does for 24 hours. So yep. he was doing like the blowing thing, and he's just accidentally whistling while he's doing it. So all <laughs> you hear is like, <laughs> you know, you didn't all of a sudden a whistle from the other room, and then just more blowing and whatever. But uh, right, yeah. So he's he's figured out. It's just kind of funny to watch now and then. We have a new favorite food, Mike. Like the the most most favorite food he's ever had. Okay, C- cream cheese. What cream what cheese? Did- he loves it. How 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 did that come along? Well, because I guess kids are supposed to have, you know, fairly like fatty foods, like healthy fats are very good for them at this age. Mm-hmm. Um and so, you know, cheese is good for that and like avocados and whatever. They're all they're all good. Okay. So we gave him cream cheese one day, and I don't know if I've said it on the podcast before or not, but when Ben is really like feeling the food and he's really liking what he's eating, he kind of does like a, a dance in his high chair. So he's kind of like, you know, grooving. He's like, yeah, okay, bring on more of this banana or whatever. Um, but this time he, he escalated it. So the cream cheese goes in the mouth. He starts to dance and then he starts to clap while he's dancing. <laughs> the, the visual on this is amazing. Like, it is. Really. I, I can't I can't think of it. It's like, I don't know what you call it, like the shimmy. He's just so like shimmies in the, in the seat. But he, he loves it, man. He you, cannot get enough of this stuff. You listeners are really missing out on a visual showcase right now <laughs> of Chris more, just... More reason to oh, have like yes. a live stream podcast. <laughs> <What's>, <laughs> well, let's figure out November 2nd first. And then... Yeah, that's right. I'll do it. I'll do it during that, that stream. Uh, yes. But anyway, yeah. So cream cheese, Mike, top quality baby food right there. He loves it. Well, that's good. What else? And that's good advice, too, fatty. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's one thing you and I were just talking about before the show is we need to start giving more advice out because it's right in the the header of the show. And oftentimes we overlook it. So that's it. Yeah, more dirty dad advice from people who are most certainly not qualified to give any. Yeah. And we never, never really give any advice. Yeah. So I think we did originally and then it just kind of like faded away and and whatever. Because it was more fun to talk about video games and our babies farting, you know, like. (laughs) Yeah, also true. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And then what else does he be doing? Oh, he does this one other thing, too. Sometimes when he's super exhausted, we've been waking him up. You know, because he's not supposed to sleep for more than two hours or whatever. So we'll wake him up and like lift him out of his crib. And there's just this giant puddle <laughs> of drool. <laughs> yeah. nice. so it's like, it's just kind of fun to watch, right? It's like, yeah, you were definitely out because I do the exact same thing when I'm sleeping. So fantastic. 
Yeah, but that's what he's I, been up to. Good, good. I actually have a follow-up to something I talked about last week. We were talking about last week about using the pack and play as okay. a great place to just corral your child while you do chores in, in the house. And is it still working well? It is still working well. And, and something else that this can actually fall into the advice category we were just talking about was that we've actually been using it to help him learn standing. Oh, yeah. How's that working out? It, like, it's going really well. Like, we, we've had him standing at, like, some of his toys downstairs, but we've also had him in the pack and play. And he really likes to just grab onto the sides and look over the sides and see what's going on in the world. And he stays up forever when you stand him up in the pack right. and play. Like, I don't know if it's just because there's so many things. Like, because he has four sides that he can grab onto. And he kind of, like, shimmies down it a little somehow like he's not walking but he like grabs different parts of the the top of the the pack and play and kind of moves along you know oh cruising like he's cruising sort of i like not very far but he like turns around oh okay and stuff. So, like, yeah okay i get you yeah by so, shimmy now yeah yeah he does like a little shimmy down to the but yeah so he he's 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 doing really well when it comes to standing like he stands for a long time when he's doing this in the, in the pack and play. And it's great. Like it, well, I couldn't think of a better way. Cause, and, and the other thing is great is he falls down. He, it's a padded surface. Well, he that's falls what I was just going to say. Yeah, he's, he's almost protected to a, in a sense, right? Yeah. And if he falls like too far, sometimes he like hits the net and the net catches him. You know, the netting on the side. So like, it's been a perfect place to teach him standing so far. So there's some advice for you. A great place to get your kid to start learning how to stand is in the pack and play. Just stand them up in there and they'll just hang on for dear life and have a great time watching the world go by. <laughs> hang on for dear life, but have a great time doing it. <laughs> he loves it. He just loves hanging off the side. He's goofing around. He's mugging for the camera. Yeah. You, you got to take photos of him. When he oh, absolutely. Kid, absolutely. Right? Well, we did yeah. something similar. We we had him in the crib a lot. Ours, I'm sure this is the same. Like the side thing kind of slides up and down. Yep. So if we put it on the lowest part, it was kind of at like the perfect chest height, uh, both mm -hmm. in the crib and outside the crib. So, you know, we always encouraged him to stand up on that stuff, too. So it's kind of the same idea. Well, there you go. Yeah. See, I wouldn't I don't want to encourage him to stand up in the crib because then he's just going to do that in the middle of the night. And I don't want that. <laughs> That's so, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. But the pack and play, he's doing really well in. Awesome. Well, yeah, top-notch so advice, Mike. Stamp of yeah. approval right there. Stamp of, <laughs> the, the Chris stamp of yeah. approval. Well, there you go. Something else we talked about, besides William being in the pack and play on last week's episode, was Gamescom. We actually talked about Gamescom for just a little bit, because nothing had really happened yet, and then we thought that we'd come back and talk about any newsworthy stuff that happened at Gamescom last week. And I, I kind of looked back at it, and it was a lot of it, I just didn't really, like... I don't want to say it was an important news, but a lot of it just didn't resonate with me. You know, like there wasn't a ton of stuff I wanted to talk about, but there was a few things that I wanted to highlight. And you feel free to jump in with anything that you saw that you liked. Death Stranding. Mm -hmm. This is the weird ass Hideo Kojima game that got a big spotlight on the the opening night ceremony that Jeff Keighley did. And... Uh, I still don't know what the hell Death Stranding is about. <laughs> I, I don't know either. <laughs> it, okay, so it, it's Hideo Kojima, who's the guy who, behind Metal Gear, and anybody who who's a listener of this podcast who listened to my old podcast knows that I'm a big fan of the Metal Gear series, and I was a big fan of Kojima's work on that series. Here, 
I have no idea what's going on. Like everywhere I listen, I listen to podcasts talking about the game. I read articles and they're like, listen, man, I'm in. I don't know what this game's about, but I want to play it. And I'm watching like trailers for it. And I'm like, what's happening? I don't, nothing has attracted my attention. It's just that confusing, eh? It's very weird. Okay. Like you're walking around. Like, do you remember? Did you ever watch Dragon Ball? Uh, not religiously, but I'm familiar enough with it. Do you remember what they would like battle, and they'd battle in these weird valleys full of mountains, and right. it'd be like, "Where the friggin' hell is that mountain town?" You know, like, like it's just all friggin' mountains. Yeah, that's what the game looks like. You walk around in these mountainous areas where there's like no cities. Where, but I'm like. You're supposed to be walking around the United States and bridging the gap between cities. Like supposedly the game, its themes are all like connecting and connections and personal connections and stuff. But yet you seem to be spending a lot of time alone walking around in like mountainous areas with ladders and peeing. There's literally a button for peeing. Well, that's an important button to have, Mike. And and, and I remember because I was watching this this live stream about it and it was like, just so you know. When you pee, if you turn the camera to try and look at his penis, because it's Norman Reedus. Norman Reedus is the main character of this game. Oh, okay. If if you turn the camera to look at his penis, he will turn away from the camera. Well, they took time out of a presentation to note that fact. I, I'm sure it'd probably be the first thing that many, many people try to do. <laughs> Well, probably, but do you, but do you feel like I mean this? This is kind of another discussion, I guess. But do you feel like a lot of these games? are just reaching now for realism. It's like, we don't really know what else to do. Okay, let's put in a, a P functionality. Yeah, like, I, I don't know. Like, I, I, I'm i going to wait till this game comes out. It's, it's, my wife is really excited for it for whatever reason. She thinks it's kooky, wacky fun, but I'm like, I don't know what this is. I am definitely not planning on buying this game when it comes out. I will wait and I will see what other people have to say. Yeah. And then maybe I'll pick it up then. But for now, I'm like, I don't know what this is. I I, I have better things I can wait for. I'm still waiting for Doom. And, and Doom had actually a lot of play at, at Gamescom as well. I don't remember seeing anything too crazy. Like, there was a lot of people who had, like, hands-on with it. And they were like, it's really fun. And I'm like, well, I expected it was going to be really fun. It's a sequel to Doom 2016, which was amazing. Yeah. So I expected that. But nobody really came out and was like, here's the crazy new thing that happened in Doom. Like, they were just showing Doom off, which is yeah. fine. Yeah. I mean, and the game comes out it's November. pretty soon, isn't it? Yeah. So, I mean, it's they're not the going to be adding anything in in the next couple months. Yeah. Ori and the Blind Forest is coming to the Nintendo Switch. Now, this is interesting because Ori and the Blind Forest is a Microsoft-produced game. Mm-hmm. Like, it's an Xbox exclusive for many years. And all of a sudden, Xbox is starting to release their games on Nintendo Switch. Like, they did this with Cuphead, and now they're doing it with, with Ori and the Blind Forest. And I've heard for years, like, I, I don't own an Xbox. I've never owned an Xbox when it came down to, like, you can have one or the other, I always picked a PlayStation. And Ori and the Blind Forest was a game that I heard a lot about, about it being a fantastic game. And I might pick it up for the Switch, because I finally will have a console that will be able to play the game. So yeah, it works that's out. something that's, works out well that's, something for that's you. exciting. I know yeah. that's part of Microsoft's bigger strategy at this point now is moving away from, like, the console-exclusive stuff. Mm-hmm. Because I think they've realized now that, you know, they can they can 
blend into PC gaming and then they can kind of get into, you know, the Switch environment. I think they've signed a deal with with Nintendo anyway, because that's yeah. why Cuphead made the jump over earlier in the year and now this game. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think they've kind of realized that, hey, maybe we can make more money if we, you know, feed everybody who uses the other consoles. And maybe they'll come to our console a little bit. Yeah, there's been a rumor for a long time that the Xbox Game Pass is going to show up on the Switch one day. And if it does, then I actually might pick up the Xbox Game Pass because yeah, there's some games in there not? that I would, I would, you know, I would like to play. Well, and if, if, you, if you've got Switch, Windows right? 10, Mike, there's Xbox stuff built into it right now. Yeah, you know, like they're 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 layering it in, right? So it's only a matter of time. But then I have to play on a PC, and as we've established on this show, even that my PC is a piece of shit. <laughs> so <laughs> don't worry, don't worry. We'll we'll solve that problem. For we'll you. solve that problem. I'm trying to think what else there was that that really stuck out. There was a couple announcements of games, nothing that really like no, know, set the world on fire. That was sort of I don't my know. opinion too. I mean, I I went through it this morning. I like to kind of research stuff for the show, and honestly, there was nothing. There was nothing. The only things that were in- of interest to me were the new Call of Duty Modern Warfare because Modern Warfare Two was my favorite Call of Duty game. So this is sort of like the rehash of it. Mm-hmm. And then kind of we talked about a little bit last week was the ray tracing stuff. And that's, yep. you know, purely a technology slash hardware thing. You know, it's it's very cool and very fascinating, but it's not a game by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. And there was some like other small announcements. I shouldn't say small because to some people, these games. Yeah, are well, huge. They're but like Kerbal Space Program 2 was announced. And I know that the people this, that game's pretty popular. I've never played the original Kerbal Space Program. And then there was uh, Little Nightmares 2. Little Nightmares 1 was a game that I heard a lot about. And a lot of people told me that I should get my wife to play because it's, they get a horror-based. Oh, okay. But, yeah, so I'm not too sure if that's something she'd like. But Little Nightmares 2 is a game that, that is, is coming now that was announced there at Gamescom. But that wasn't the only thing in the world that was being announced. There was lots of other announcements that we want to talk to, and we're already almost like running out of time. Oh. So let's try and pack we're in. We're crank much. this in. Don't you worry. Let's Mike. cram in as much as we can. We're talking about the D twenty three Expo. Now this was all things Disney. So this was Star Wars. This was yeah. D D twenty three is the Disney fan club. That's that's the code for it. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. Okay. Yeah. See, I didn't know that. Yeah, I'm part is. of the Disney club that you get points when you put their DVD codes in them. I right. got that one on lock. Oh, okay. I have yeah. enough. Th- this is like a separate fan club and all that kind of crap i think even uh, if you go to the parks being part of this fan club gets you places oh that's right they do talk about the parks at these at this mm-hmm. event as well too but there's a lot there's a lot that was talked about yes and we'll, we'll try to hit some of it and and see what we can one thing that, that kind of happened around it that actually didn't happen there was the whole announcement that Spider-Man's out of the MCU. That was kind of surprising. That's crazy to me. Although, apparently, we're supposed to take it with a bit of a grain of salt. It's the contracts and stuff have not been finalized. So it's not a hard chop at this point. It's just lining up the axe, you know. Everything that that I've read about this is telling me that it's a war for public opinion. Is that they both threw it out there and they both were like, well, we're not the ones being mean here to 
to just be like, let's see who the public opinion. Yeah, I, I the what I've read to and my understanding is a lot of this is a um, it's a bit of a power move, you know, in terms of trying to get a little bit more equity in Spider-Man because I guess Sony, I, I'm not too sure who has the most. I'm assuming Sony has a smaller portion or something or has a unfair contract probably what they're looking at at it well from what i've i've read was sony has like sony has yeah, the right they own the rights yes they own the rights to spider-man and with the original deal i think it was five percent disney chipped in five percent and received five percent of the gross on those movies and i think that sony didn't contribute any money towards any of the movies that spider-man appeared in in the mcu any of the avengers movies or anything like that but what I had heard was that the new deal was 50-50. Disney wanted 50% of the profits from any Spider-Man movies. And, you know, Sony's like, well, no, that's that's way too much. And, I mean, it, it, whose side can you really be on? Like, it's it's a giant corporation against a giant corporation. No, and, that's, that's right. Well, what's that number? I think Disney produced something along the lines of 39% of all movies in 2019 or 2018, I think. Yeah. Like it's like a it's, ridiculous amount because they own fucking everything, right? Yeah. They, they own Fox and they own Star Wars. They own Marvel, like Pixar, everything. We'll see how that actually falls yeah. out, but we can talk about the properties that the Disney does own now, well, like Marvel. Right. There was, there was a lot of stuff about a lot of their shows. Well, it's all their They're, Disney plus stuff. This is all for right. Disney plus, which is coming out in Canada, November 12th. So yes. they're gearing up for that. So there was the the Winter Soldier and Captain no Falcon, Falcon and yeah. Winter Soldier is the name of the show, and they showed off that the Falcon he looks like he's got that Captain America suit on, like it, 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 he's turned to the side on the poster. Mm-hmm. But if you know the comics, that suit is very reminiscent of because the Falcon was Captain America in in the comics. It's very reminiscent of that costume. So they're not fully revealing it on the poster. But I'd say that it's in the show. Oh, yeah, for sure. And they also said that Wyatt Russell, who's Kurt Russell's son, is playing the U.S. agent in the show, who's another interesting Captain America character. Basically, like, the character's name is John Walker. And Captain America, when he went into the ice, the government's like, well, we need Captain America. And they made, like, their own Captain America named John. Like, and it was John Walker. And then John Walker became another character named the Patriot. He might have been the Patriot first, but then at some point he became Captain America. And then when Captain America came back, he was like, okay, well, I'm going to be this guy now. And he's the U.S. agent. And the U.S. (laughs) agent is literally just Captain America with a gray costume instead of a blue costume. Exciting. Yes, but he doesn't have like the super soldier serum and his star doesn't have a shield on or his shield doesn't have a star on. I'm sure I'm sure he will earn that star. Down the road. Maybe. I mean, some it, they might be playing him up as the nemesis. I don't know. USA, US agent was always a little gray. <laughs> Get it? See what I did there? I'm but, impressed, Mike. I'm impressed. Yeah. What else Marvel stuff they got? They got uh, Eternals cast was revealed. Well, they've, they've revealed the cast before, but they didn't well, reveal who was who. Yeah, right? and they've done kind of bits and pieces. So, But they got some big names like Anna Gina... Oh my God, Angelina, Anna Gina, Anna Gina Jolie. No, Angelina <laughs> Jolie is in there. Uh, yep, Harrington, yep. he is in yep. there. Selma Hayek, Kamal Nanjani. Like these are some big names. Kamal is he's more of a comedian. He was in um, Stuber. The new wait, Kit Arrington. 
Kit Harrington? You mean Robert Madden? No, Kit Harrington. Richard Kit. Madden is in there too, but Kit Harrington. Oh, was, they're both in there. Yeah, they're both in there. He was just announced. Kit was just oh, announced as Dane Whitman. Oh. So if you know what that name is, I don't. Then you can, I don't know. You can express about the, the appropriate level of excitement. Wow. I don't yeah, know no, what I, it is. Yeah. I, I did not know. I, did, I missed that part. I was looking at some of the other stuff that was announced. Like they talked about the Wandavision thing and how it has like a weird fifties vibe to it. Yeah, I seen that the uh, the trailer or not the trailer, the poster that they've made yeah, for it. Yeah, that they that they posted and that Randall Park is back for it. Randall Park was the the agent. I, I can't remember. He was. I don't think he was Shield. He was just like an FBI agent or something. But he was in. Ant-Man and the Wasp. He was like the contact that Oh, that, okay, uh, yeah, yeah, I know who's Scott Langham. Yeah. So he's back and he's in that as well. And then they announced Moon Knight as a show, which is just hilarious. I I love that Moon Knight is is going to be a show. Well, there's so many shows. Did you see all the Marvel Hulu products that they're announcing? No, so, I saw so, that they So you can react to all these cuz I don't know any of them, okay? Okay. So it's uh M-O-D-O-K, M-O-D-O-K, M-O-D-O-K. He, that's a TV show. Hit Monkey. M-O-D-O-K is a TV show. Hit Monkey is one. Tigra, oh my God. Dazzler, and Howard the Duck are all giving their own shows. And it's all part of a bigger picture called Marvel's The Offenders. Oh, my God. Okay. Some of those I can just tell you about right now. Okay. <laughs> so, M-O-D-O-K is literally like a giant floating head. That, okay. Like, is a... He's a villain. He's like an evil mad scientist floating head. It's ridiculous that they're doing MODOK. That's hilarious. Hit Monkey. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's just an assassin monkey. I don't know Hit Monkey that well. I know the name Hit Monkey. Okay. Tigra. Tigra is actually, she was an Avenger for a long time. She's basically like a cat woman, like, but not like, but like a cat literally woman. a cat. Literally a cat woman. Okay. I remember the. It's, it's terrible to, to bring it up, but. The only thing I can remember about Tigra is that a couple years ago, she she hooked up with Hank Pym. Now, remember Marvel Universe comics, Hank Pym is a much younger man. He's not he's not Michael Douglas old. He's like a 30-year-old dude. Oh, okay. They just did that so that they could have Scott Lang as being Ant-Man instead. But anyway, so she hooked up with him and she got pregnant. And then they found out afterwards that Hank Pym that she slept with was a Skrull and that she had a Skrull baby. Oh, no. And not Hank Pym's baby. And that's the only thing about her I remember, uh, besides her being a cat lady who was the in the Avengers for a very long time. Like, she was a very, throughout most of the 80s, I think, she was a, a, a long-standing Avengers member. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, who else was um, mentioned? Dazzler. Dazzler. Dazzler is an X-Men character okay. who is like one of the worst X-Men characters. Mm. Uh, basically, she's like she's the disco superhero. Literally. Like oh, she, wow. she she she's a mutant, and her mutant power is that she can turn sound into light. And she makes that sound like into weapons sometimes, but mostly to like blind enemies. That's why she dazzles, right? She's right. Dazzler. Yeah, okay. But like her costume. If they go with the costume from the comics, again, this is a character that was created in, in like the late seventies. <laughs> this yeah. character's outfit is like a mirror ball. <laughs> like this, I was gonna say, this character sounds like a like late night drunken brainstorming session. It's like, listen, 
I got this idea. The dazzle. Disco. <laughs> Dizzle, diz, disco character. She dazzles. Yeah, she dazzles. Just dazzles everybody. She dazzles you. Yeah, Dazzler is like and Dazzler's been like a running joke in the in the, the comics for years. Like she shows up in comics and sometimes they try to make Dazzler like an interesting character where she like she was uh, like a shield li- liaison to mutants for a while. Oh, okay. And she was a really important character in that story. But then there's like other stories where she shows up and they're like, Dazzler, go away. Nobody needs you. Like like it's it's <laughs> it's very depending on who's writing the story, Dazzler is either very important or a joke. Okay. <laughs> so And then last one, um, Howard the Duck. Howard the Duck, Howard the Duck, I mean, Howard the Duck we've already seen. Howard the Duck was in Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm -hmm. Seth Green plays Howard the Duck, so I'm going to assume that he's going to be reprising his role. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's, Howard the Duck is literally just the duck from space who's like. I've I've heard that basically these are supposed to be much funnier. That's kind of, they're they're not supposed to be super serious. They're supposed to be much more on the comedic side of the scale than the. That's the fair with the, the character choices. Yeah. I would definitely say Okay, that. so so give us the quick rating, Mike. How excited should we be for each of these? Like, out of five. Just, <laughs> Honestly, just bullet them all off. I remember Guardians being like, who should care about Guardians? And then Guardians being amazing. <laughs> these are all fives. These are they're all, like, okay, all right. I, I, like, these are not hits. the hot... <laughs> They're not the hot properties, but I feel like they're going to be phenomenal. Uh, (laughs) You heard it here first. All of them mega hits. But also they talked about Disney Plus. They're going to do a Moon Knight show. And Moon Knight is crazy Batman. Do you know anything about Moon Knight? No. No. Like I said, we have far exhausted my knowledge of comic books at this point. Moon Knight is literally a dude. The guy's name is like Frank Spector or something like that. Spector is his last name. No, Mark Spector. Mark Spector. And he's literally like a guy who dresses up as like a moon dude. Like he's got like moon. He throws moonerangs. Like he's he's Batman, but everything is themed to the moon okay. instead of themed to bats. But so he's supposed to be like like the inheritor of some moon god's powers or he's batshit insane like it it jumps between the dude's got like like schizophrenia and it like jumps from like multiple personalities and stuff so So it's like is he just a nut is he just a nut or is he actually a dude with moon powers like what what is he (laughs) so so yeah i I was actually very surprised that they were doing one night they talked about they're doing she hulk and she hulk is is great if they do she hulk right I will be very happy. She-Hulk will be a five. She-Hulk is nothing like Hulk. So Hulk is our angry, you know, smashy, breaky things. I mean, obviously, with what they did with the movies, he's a little less of that now. But She-Hulk was always smart. Like, she always had her her wits about her in the more popular versions of her. And, and she's a lawyer. And, like, half the time, she's out there solving cases as oh, okay. She-Hulk. Like, so it's half courtroom drama, half, like, <laughs> I'm going to go punch MODOK, you know? <laughs> like, Right, okay. So, so, yeah, so I feel like She-Hulk, if, if basically, She-Hulk is Ally McBeal if Ally McBeal was the Hulk. Okay. So, do, do you get the feeling that they've sort of taken all these, I, I'm going to just call them C-tier characters, even though yeah. maybe this offends some people listening, and just throw them all against the wall and, like, let's see which ones stick, you know, which ones are going to be the, the popular ones. 
Well, it's so funny. Like the one that I love too that they're they're doing is they're doing a new Warriors TV show that they've talked about, and I think that's a Hulu show as well that's been previously announced. And that they're really pimping up the fact that Squirrel Girl is in it. Squirrel Girl, mm, how, how exciting! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Squirrel Girl is like another character who's a joke that over the years has just shot up in popularity for some reason. Like literally a character from the eighties who's like, I talk to squirrels, and and she beat dr doom like randomly beat dr doom oh. she like sick she made squirrels attack him is this like, is this like marvel's response to aquaman is that uh... it's I, I don't know if it was the response but it was literally like that's her powers she talks to squirrels right and she has like squirrel powers and and right. over the years they've like turned her into like this big like b-tier hero like she was like a Z tier hero, and now she's like super popular. Well, she would she's have a lot of own... power in Hamilton, Mike, where we live. There's oh, certainly enough squirrels some... to feed There's her squirrel army. <laughs> yeah, so that's like just that's just the Marvel that's just stuff. Marvel we talked stuff. About. Let's let's rifle off Star Wars. We're deep into this now, Mike. We're turning yes. back. Star Wars. This back. is my this is my domain now. Three new Star Wars tidbits. They released the Mandalorian trailer, which yes. looks so cool. It looks fantastic. And and I was always wondering if it was going to be like, is it Boba Fett, really? Like, are they just going to be like, surprise, it's Boba Fett. Yeah. But they were talking to somebody and they're like, is Boba Fett in the show? And they were like, no, he's not. I mean, they could be lying. I'm, I'm like, sure he'll make some sort of appearance. Or, but it basically, it follows just bounty hunters, I think, in general. I think that's kind of yeah. the gist that I got from the trailer. Mm-hmm. So it's like the, the, the backroom dealings of uh, the Star Wars universe. I love that all of a sudden everybody deals in carbonite prisoners. Like they did that one <laughs> time, right? Yeah. With Han Solo. And now it's like, nope, everybody gets yeah, a carbonite prisoner. This is how we prison. do it. I, I, well, there was nothing special about Han. Yeah. It's just how it's done now. Yeah. But no, no, the show looks phenomenal. It looks, the cast it looks, looks so good. Um, I love that Carl Weathers is in it. I know. I can't Every, believe it. Every time I I love Carl Weathers. He's in a lot of great movies, Predator being one of them. I, I and also I was going to say I'm on the most excited that I forget what the actual character's name is or actor's name is, but the guy who plays Gus from Breaking Bad. Oh yeah, he's in it too. Yeah, he's in it. I can't remember yeah. what the hell his name is though. I know exactly who you're talking about, well, and I, I can't remember his name right now. Gus either. Breaking Bad actor. Okay, well, you look that yeah, up. Yeah. Carl Weathers, every time I think of him now, I think of him in, in Arrested Development. <laughs> yes. you got to make a good stew. Yeah, you got a <laughs> stew going. <like> that. <laughs> okay, I got to hear, Mike. Juan Carlo Esposito. That's who, that's it. That's who, I, that's I always, who plays Gus. I never would have got his first name, but I remember Esposito. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that looks awesome. Rise of the Skywalker. I'm going to call it a teaser trailer. I don't yeah. believe it's an actual trailer. Looks pretty cool. There's like a evil ray. So yeah. I don't know if it's just like you remember. I think it was in Empire where Luke sees himself as like a bad guy or something like that. I think I'm wondering if it's kind of the same idea, right? If yeah, he ventures one of those the dark visions or something. Yeah, that, I, I can see that. Yeah. I can see that being. A, I, I see it being a fake out, whatever it is. Oh, hundred like percent. Yeah. Um, anyway, so that looks awesome. And then they've said Mm -hmm. this is going to be like the last of sort of the original trilogy, at least for a while now, Mm -hmm. because I believe we've talked about it in the past, but I think it's, they're going to take a three or four year break on Star Wars stuff in terms of, you know, uh, the theatrical releases and whatever, but they have also announced that they are going to do a Obi-Wan Kenobi show and the man himself, Ewan McGregor is coming back as Obi-Wan. 
That's phenomenal. Much to I, the I delight mean, of the entire internet. <laughs> I mean, really, like, one of the best things about the original prequel trilogy that they did was Ewan McGregor's Obi-Wan Kenobi. So it's awesome that they're get, we're getting more of that. I'm happy that he was willing to come back after the complete, you know, beatdown of the prequel trilogy. And, and deserved beatdown of the prequels. I feel like he was pretty vocal about, like, I'll come back. You know, like yeah. they asked him when they were first doing the movies and I actually saw somebody make a point that somebody made a comment that was like in 14 years, Ewan McGregor will be the age that Al Guinness was when the, he made the original Star Wars. And if you think that Disney's not above remaking their own movies, <laughs> they'll, <laughs> they'll remake Star Wars with Ewan McGregor as as uh, in Al Guinness's part instead. I'm like, I, I don't know if they'll do that. I that's, mean, I feel like yeah, that, that's kind of well. I don't want to say it'll never happen because obviously George Lucas has done it once before because he, re- he replaced uh, Anakin Skywalker with um, what the hell's his name from the prequels? Oh, the young Anakin, anyway. Hayden, what? Wow, Hayden. Hayden, Hayden, Hayden Christensen. Christensen. Yeah, I almost said Hayden, Hayden Pennington, the girl from Heroes. <laughs> yes, no, not but, her. Yeah, so not quite. We'll not see. Quite. But I mean, that I don't know. Did they actually release a date on that? I don't think they have. I don't think they did. Yeah, no. they just kind of teased it. it. Was like a surprise release sort of deal. So I'm looking forward to it. I mean, at this point, Mike Disney Plus to me feels like a must-have. Yeah, at, at least for a couple months. You know, which is I, it's depressing because I already pay for enough streaming services. I don't want to pay for another one. But I know we actually have already talked about cutting the cable when this comes out and grabbing this instead. I would love to cut the cable. I, you know, I there's not at this point there's nothing holding me back. You know, for the hockey games and stuff I like to watch, I'll just find a stream online and I'll do it that way. There's a few things that I like. A lot of my dumb reality TV I'd miss, but you can still that's really watch what we them have on, cable for on. Like global, right? You don't need to have an account with global or with uh, CTV, I don't believe. I don't know. And then there was um, the WWE Network. We'd lose that too, which yeah. I think you can get that a la carte. Like you have to have, you have to have a, a, a cable package to get it in Canada. Yeah, I don't. Well, they may have changed it because I know there was a huge backlash over it because originally it was just Rogers. No, it was. I think no, yeah, no, it was, was just, Rogers just first. Bill. It was no, because Rogers has got the deal. Rogers channels is where WWE airs. Yeah, so, yeah, so originally it was Rogers. just them, but then it opened up to all broadcasters and stuff. So, you know, maybe things can change and whatever. But yeah, it's uh, it would be nice. That would save me a lot of money just to spend it again. <laughs> yeah. Well, I it, it, the difference is you'd be saving like thirty, forty dollars to spend nine dollars. Yeah. You know. No, that is so, true. That is a difference. That and then you know difference. what? Somebody's going to come along, Mike, and get all of these subscription packages and put them in one big bundle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they'll call it I know. Internet Cable or something. And we'll like be, that. we'll all be so happy to do it. Yeah. Right? Oh, Won't absolutely. We? Won't we? Well, I think on that note, unless there was anything else from the D23 thing uh, you wanted to bring up. I'm sure there'll be more stuff leaking out. We'll talk about it next week. All right. Sounds good. We'll hit up anything we missed next week, but we've gone a little long, so let's. 
wrap it up before i mean like some people listen to us on their commute we don't want them to have to do two commutes for this that's gonna do it for this week's episode of part-time nerds full-time dads you can follow along with our adventures in parenting at part-time nerds full-time dads.com as well as on apple Podcasts, google play spotify stitcher Castbox, and your favorite podcast listening service if you want to get a hold of us let us know any helpful tips or even to tell us what we said was dead wrong you can send an email to the dads at part-time nerds full-time dads.com or reach out to us on our twitter or facebook account at ptnerdsftdads. I almost said .com, but that's wrong. Also, I'm going to throw in a quick, cheap plug for my Instagram account called Mike Likes Games. I like talking about video games, and I keep forgetting to plug it on the show, so I'm going to plug it on the show. I talk about video games at Mike Likes Games, the Instagram account. There, I've done it. Wow. I crammed it into How this episode. shameless of you, Mike. I am totally shameless. The Extra Life details will be coming soon. And we'll be back next week with more nerdy dad advice for people who are most certainly not to qualify to give any whatsoever. And hey, we actually are giving some advice now. Until next time, I am Mike. And I am Chris. And we'll talk to you again soon. Go to Mike's Likes Games. <laughs> Mike likes- <laughs> <laughs> it helps if you say it right. Yeah, Mike Likes At Games. MikeLikesGames.com. My, no, no it's .com because it, it's there's no .com. Yeah, it's a just Instagram. Instagram.com slash Mike Likes Games. That's the one. We did it. <laughs> we got team effort. I want fifteen percent of all profits. All right, I make zero, <laughs> so you get a hundred percent of zero. I'm good with it. Okay. <laughs>